Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Nerd Spice, a show handcrafted to add some flavor to your pop culture consumption. I am one of your hosts. My name is Saya. I'm also here with Oscar. Hi everybody. And Jay Molimolo. What's good? Hope you guys are having a good day. Hope you guys have at least eaten once. I don't care. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you're talking to me. I thought you were in our audience. Oh. That's worse. I mean, either or. I, I mean, I hope everybody's eating. This is Nerd Spice. Yeah. We want to make sure everybody's at least true. Nice and balanced I hope you got your daily dose of nerd culture. Yeah, I don't know how you eat nerd culture. <laughs> you don't eat nerd culture. You can anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anime cereal, maybe. Homework for tonight: find anime cereal and leave it for us in the description. If this is thirty days or more old, don't even think about doing it. <laughs> just, it's not even worth it. Yep. And so we're here, and as always, you can find our actual podcast Twitter. At Nerd Spice Pod, today's episode, we're going to do something a little different. So it's not like a regular movie review. Now we're talking about TV. What? And I think, What's Mo, TV? you wanted to call this segment TV Dinners for the show. Sure. TV yeah. tray, TV dinner. Yeah, why don't you Little hungry man. Why don't you elaborate on that? You know, just... Well, we always do movie reviews. So, you know, I think we just expand our, our you know, media content a little bit. So I was just giving us, giving you all titles. So when you come to our podcast and say... I don't really watch movies like that, or I haven't seen this movie, but I did see this TV show. You can look for TV dinner in the title, and look at that. Yeah. You can just yeah. skip to this episode. We're not going to put everything in one big, you know, messed up episode, so you're not skipping through trying to avoid spoilers, but also, basically, we're just dividing up the, the content that we share. Yeah. And today, we're talking about one of my favorite Netflix Marvel TV shows. Actually, my favorite Netflix. Yeah, Marvel. <laughs> like, what else is there? What, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Daredevil. Ooh, Daredevil. The Blind Bandit. The Blind Bandit. <laughs> You're so wrong for that. You're is it up. not true? He's not. A He's bandit. not a bandit. Why not? What's he stealing? What's he stealing? He's oh, stealing he people's did, lives. He did steal that <laughs> that voice recorder from Bullseye's apartment. He a little thief. He was listening. Y'all, Daredevil is lit, and I'm going to say this about the episode. Past tense. Daredevil is lit. (laughs) And it got canceled. Honestly, to be honest, uh, one of the main villains, even though I don't think they said it the whole show, but Bullseye, (laughs) they didn't say Bullseye the whole show. No, they didn't. They called him Point. When did they say Bullseye? Point Dexter. They called him Point Dexter, but they didn't say Bullseye. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They didn't say the actual. His At the end alias. of the series, they just had the little Bullseye icon in his eye, and you're supposed to know. You just have to know. I mean, I get it, but I just realized they didn't say Bullseye at all. Yeah, that's so, cool. That's fine. That's I mean, fine. you know, it's very accurate, I guess. This nigga was just throwing shit, y'all. <laughs> he was throwing anything in sight water, bowl, water balloons, switches, hats. It was hitting Daredevil. Give I just had to point that out because that's literally my favorite part of this whole show. Well, I'm glad I know what your favorite part is now. Thanks. Because once we get to that segment, then I'm sure you have a lot more. I'm going to say it again. Yeah. <laughs> but on today's episode, we're doing a discussion of sorts on the latest season of Daredevil, which came out back in October. So this discussion is a little late because it's December now, <laughs> but it's fitting because unfortunately Daredevil was canceled this oh, past week. This past week, so now we have something to talk about. Got canceled because so, yeah. on Disney. It's going on Disney. Stop. I'm mad they didn't put four Netflix in parentheses when they said Daredevil will be canceled. 
Oh, for Netflix. Like, you think they're going to move it to the D- Disney so. streaming service? Yeah. I don't know, because the, well. the actors were saying, like, they Are they done? They're done. I thought he wanted to play Daredevil again. I mean, they want to play Daredevil, but, like, the actress who plays Karen, she was like, it's been great. Nobody wants her anyway. I loved it. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> First she of all, was, excuse She actually me? was a little better this season, but all the okay. other seasons? Nah. So, and I still hate Foggy. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in this discussion, instead of going over actual episodes because it's 13 episodes like we don't want to sit here all day and talk about every episode uh we're just gonna <laughs> Let's just do plot progression yeah we're doing saw- characters and plot progression yeah, yeah. Okay. okay so why don't we start out with matt of course he's the titular character of the show being daredevil mm-hmm. but in this season he kind of isn't daredevil like it's it's kind of like he's going through he's his, going through his spider-man 2 moment where I was just would you call it the that, Spider-Man two? Yo, exactly, he's like, he's exactly like the Spider-Man opposite. Too. He's the opposite. Where like where Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was like, I don't want to be Spider-Man. This one was like, I don't want to be Matt Murdock. I just want to be yeah. Daredevil. You know, it's kind of yeah, like that, that opposite side where he didn't want to continue being Matt Murdock if he was going to put his friends and and whatever family he has in danger. He just wanted to be Daredevil and let people think that he was still dead. So and he symbolized that also by going back to his first suit. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I actually like the black suit. I did too. Oh, they grew on me. Still like a hobo, but... <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Yeah, it's inconspicuous. It's inconspicuous. So, how did you guys feel in the season premiere? Pretty much, where you find him, and he's like in a sewer or something. He comes out of a sewer. He's like really dirty looking, yeah. and then he finds himself at the Catholic church, and he's being taken in by the nuns and Father Lantum. How did you feel about where he was in that moment? I don't even remember what happened. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember like, what happened in this. I didn't season. watch Defenders, but I, I was just know. like, you, you know, watched like half of it. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I would have, and, and and I proved myself right. I would have picked up on what happened. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it didn't really. I liked. Impact. I, I like how care. he went back to where his life began. Yeah, as like Daredevil, it started in the in the orphanage where he was like learning about his powers and his with and Stick came through right and to teach him. Yeah, I kind of like that he's going back to where he began and he's mm-hmm. starting from zero like everybody thinks he's dead he has he can barely walk he's injured and he's just going through it like he's going through it <laughs> so pretty much because you haven't seen the rest of defenders pretty much at the end of defenders matt gets a building top one on top of him i i picked up on that yeah uh, and so, <laughs> they said so, like they did say they did say that. They said, yeah, I think okay. Froggy said something like that, and I was like, oh no, oh that's so yeah, bad. Yeah, so he he had a building toppled on top of him, and Electra got away, I think, yeah, because she's Electra. I'm glad he didn't bring her back. And now they can't, but <laughs> but yeah, so he had a building toppled on top of him, and so ouch, yeah. Now he's kind of in a rough spot, like literally and figuratively for the story, and so he starts out at the church, and he's like going through this cathartic rebuilding of him himself but like you said he was trying to figure out does he want to still be matt murdoch or does he want to be daredevil 99 percent of the time it was kind of interesting seeing how it played out especially because he seemed so nonchalant but at the same time angry because he wanted that decision to be something that he actually wanted to do yeah he had a lot of anger toward just the situation there was a lot of conversation about god and yeah his own placement and like so much christian catholic Catholicism. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, he's a Catholic character. So yeah, that's the, like that's the that's whole. the whole point. No, it's Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> there are other, there are other I don't know. <laughs> anyway, 
it's, it's okay. I don't yeah. know. I don't follow religion like that. But there was a lot of good like conversations about with him and and the and the sister. What was her name? Maggie. Maggie. Yeah, um, sister Maggie. Yeah, and like his his story about Job was it? Yeah, the yeah. story about Job and how pretty much a lot of stuff was being taken away from Job and through Matt's sense he was pretty much saying that the god or the devil was allowing everything to happen to him and Job was just taking it like yeah. Job wasn't taking his life into his own hands he was just letting everything hamper down on him yeah and he was saying it. I'm not Job I'm Daredevil and I'm gonna right. get my shit done <laughs> and I don't care exactly um, and so how do you feel going into the season and then pretty much following his overarching theme and his character arc for the season? How do you think they started off? Like, did, did it seem organic? Did it seem kind of forced? Like, what do you think? It was pretty enticing to watch mm-hmm. this side of the superhero story where he just... Because usually we, we, we see people going like, I'm, I'm not going to stop being the superhero and I'm just going to live my life. But he's like, everybody thinks I'm dead already. If I come back to life, quote unquote, uh, all my friends are going to get be in danger because of their association with me. And I think they did a really good job of just going through all of the facets of that mm-hmm. and of how he was feeling and his anger and his attitudes towards Daredevil himself. He was just really trying to embody that Daredevil kind of aesthetic (laughs) kind of attitude um he was letting the devil in yeah and then at the end as an audience member i acknowledged that even without daredevil karen and foggy and all of his friends they're still going to be involved in all this shit anyway and i think he came to that conclusion too that it's like no matter what i do my friends are still going to be doing their own stuff like they're not going to get in trouble because of me they're going to get in trouble period and it's best if we work together i think they were kind of touching on that in a few parts. And I, I really like that aspect of the superhero story. We don't really get to see that often. The breakdown. Yeah. What did you think, Ma? How did you feel about his character starting out pretty much where he wanted to go as far as his life choices, becoming Daredevil and getting rid of Matt Murdock? I mean, it was good. They did a good job, you know, as Oscar. Oscar hit all the points and stuff like that. But, yeah. I mean, as far as, I don't want to be Matt Murdock anymore. And then they, they, they showed the consequences they showed him going through it. They actually, they actually showed the execution of him trying to delete Matt Murdock and saw how it failed. And then the act of him rebuilding back his friendships are really, I'm just fuck it. <laughs> I'm just going yeah. around and doing what I was doing before, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, they did a good job through it. And it did feel, even though it was a, it was less episodes than normal, it was a good length. Was it? Wait, was no, it was the same amount. It was the same amount? The good thing about this season that I would say, as far as the episodes, it felt, it felt, it felt like one... Yeah, it felt like yeah. one continuous... It, no, everything about this this plot. whole thing was consistent. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. episode melts into the other. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. each... Like, I remember there's one episode, and this is like towards the middle, like later half of the season, where he infiltrates Kingpin's fortress, pretty much. I call it a fortress, because let's be honest, that, that wasn't... That was no prison inside of a hotel. But he pretty much gets in there. He finds the lady who's like manning all these computers and he realizes that Kingpin is going to go somewhere. I forgot where the Kingpin was going, but he was going to go after the Kingpin so he could actually, you know, kill him. Oh, the Kingpin was coming back. So he was going to wait for him. He was going to wait for him to kill the Kingpin. But then he found out that Dex was going to the church to find Karen. To find Karen. And that episode ends. And then the next episode is immediately him going to the church to actually save Karen. And so that's one of the things that i liked about this season like each Mm -hmm. episode you can pinpoint it and you can talk about it separately but overall they did a really good job of making sure the story felt continuous throughout jessica jones did that too yeah yeah she did jessica jones was really good with melting episodes yeah it was but um yeah 
What about Fisk, though? Can you talk about Fisk? Did you have any yeah. favorite moments for Matt before we jump into Fisk? See, with Matt, like, his character's very consistent, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Through all the seasons, he's, you know, he's not like, oh, this Matt's a little darker than the last one. You know, you don't say that. You know, he's been fairly yeah. so consistent. So, I mean, all the stuff that he's done in this season, I have seen before. Yeah. Kind of, in a sense, but... I guess my favorite scene was him getting his hearing back, even though it was short in the beginning. Oh, yeah. I like stuff like yeah. that, like whole redemptions or regaining your senses and stuff like that, or how helpless he felt without, you know, his senses. You know, that was also powerful. He's like, oh, my God, like, not only is this his power, this is how he fucking lives. Like, this isn't like Spider-Man. He can go back to being smart Peter Parker, get a nice little job. Nah, I need to see the sound <laughs> waves. <laughs> this is strong. This is a moment. Also, that in fight, the last fight. Oh, yeah. That was strong, With too. Fisk. Yeah. With yeah. Fisk and Dex. His realization. Yeah. Movie. He didn't kill him. He knew better. He felt it. Avatar Aang style. Everybody's telling him to kill him. He didn't even take his bending away. Aang, yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he Aang that shit. Oscar, did you have any favorite moments? The fight scenes were pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful gowns, I mean. <laughs> I will gowns. say, beautiful I gowns. did like the scene where he pretended to be foggy and infiltrated the prison, but then everything went to crap. And I mean, that's classic, Matt. Yeah he, yeah, he did a good job there, though. And that was all one shot. Yeah. yeah. Really it, good. Good job. It became a tradition for the Marvel Netflix shows to at least have one hallway scene. And so this season we were like, how are they going to change it Funny up? how I don't remember any other ones. Because <laughs> you know in the first season of Daredevil, he has that one hallway scene where... Well, that's I remember the ones in Daredevil. I'm talking about yeah. the other... You said the other shows. You said the other shows, right? Or is it just Well, you know, Daredevil? in Luke Cage, when he was going to get the money, they were playing Bring, Bring the Ruck. <laughs> Bring the Ruck. I'm shaking my head, <laughs> just so you all know, so you can't see. He went to infiltrate <laughs> that one building. That was a really good scene. Don't shoot it down. I really don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't. I'm being completely honest. Hey, yikes. They had, but anyway, the first season of Daredevil, they had the first holy scene, and we were like pretty much taken away seeing it for the first time and then the second season i think they had the hallway scene or did it transfer into the stairwell they had scene? stairwell they the had stairwell, stairwell scene yeah the stairwell scene was really good i yeah. like that one but this one really kicked it up a notch because not only was it one take but it was 11 minutes and so he was struggling he was that, them enemies were giving him the work <laughs> but then he was like trying to get out and the one guy was carrying him and then the camera shifts and you see this one guy like repeatedly stabbing a soldier in the neck and like you see the blood squirting on the wall I was like beautiful orchestra orchestra this is a lot (laughs) do it harder I think that was one of my favorite scenes for Matt and of course the end fight with Fisk and Dex not because it was really physical but because it was more of a emotional type of thing and I would have been the petty bitch standing in the back I would have been Fisk Fisk's wife you would have been been Vanessa she's like oh no (laughs) he takes her pearls and starts throwing it everywhere he was like he said go to the plane and she stood on the steps she stood there (laughs) that's me being on hard headed y'all she was like I ain't signed a prenup so do what you gotta do I'm inheriting this money that's me being hard headed as shit (laughs) go to the plane oh look double take look back so why don't we jump into Fisk then since Uh, I love Fisk Uh, <laughs> greatest performance in this whole show. When I was a boy. <laughs> Listen, you could be like, hey, Fisk, you pass me the orange juice? Oh, what is orange juice? But a physical capacity no, of a man's dream. <laughs> here it is. Fisk, can you pass me the apple juice? When I was young, my mother told me a story about the farmers <laughs> and how there was much oppression back in the Midwest and they couldn't take care of their apple ranch because... 
it was infiltrated by Rob. Like he'll and go the into man a whole came story to take the apple wrench, and I he'll go into a whole story apple, and like and I shoved it down his throat. He'll go into a story and like try to connect it to what's going on, and we're like, all you have to do is say yes or no, like. But don't act like I wasn't here for it though. No, we were. I, I was just like, it. can you breathe? I was like, how much should they pay? Because <laughs> they they have to pay actors that talk, and so I'm like, you're talking for five minutes. That's fine. Like, that's twenty minutes. You make sure you're getting that check. Yeah. Fisk had everything every planned. Y'all thought he was sitting in that 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 prison, sitting there just weak. He's like, nah, no. I'm thinking. I know I'm waiting for that weak attorney to come in here. <laughs> and we gonna make a deal where I get all my Venice steak. <laughs> all my shit. I'm not gonna be up in here posted for a long time. We get out here one way or another. And I thought it was weird that some random guy would come up and stab Fisk. A Fisk of all people just because you didn't... Well, he had so many battles, so many fights, or so many enemies would have gotten on him. So some random dude gonna come up and stab him. I hadn't thought of it at first. You, yeah, I I knew something was fishy because it was just like he he came very subtly. Yeah, everybody was kind of standing back, and then Fisk looked at him as he was helping him do his little weights. And he got stabbed, and, and Fisk got really mad, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> are you going to actually kill him? And the fact that he didn't kill him, I was like, okay, he's working for Fisk, because if I was Fisk, yeah, I would have killed Yeah, it was just a little Fisk, because just walking up, like, nobody's done that. It's, <laughs> like, it's Fisk. Like, you could have done that? Like, <laughs> you really about to die. Like, we he were, did make it believable, though, to the others. Like, lifting it up about the killing, he's like, I'm a changed man. No, nah, I'm just no. patient. <laughs> I, I love it. I think he's one of the the best villains that Marvel has to offer. Like throughout oh, the whole yeah. media, like okay? he has throughout, planned everything throughout your whole media. That includes your movies, <laughs> Marvel. This fist representation and this yes. little rinky dink show on Netflix is one of the best actors you could have got so for that means, specific role. So that means Grimace can go back to wherever he is, <laughs> get rid of the Infinity Gauntlet because he already destroyed it. He can go back. Fisk is the best villain. He is so accurate to the character that yeah. he's playing. That's yeah. why it's really good. But yeah, I mean... It's like hella accurate. And I didn't know a lot about Kingpin before seeing Daredevil, even the first season. I looked into Kingpin after seeing Daredevil. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute. Because the, there's always uh, that one character that you're just going to fall in love with. Yeah. You want to know more about. He's so good. Lex Luthor of Little City, New York. Little City. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not Little City. It's He's Hell's, controlling Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. He was controlling the FBI and the NYPD. were like, yeah, we know he's controlling. Through talking. The like, by talking. How? how? Like, what is he doing? <laughs> he's just getting everybody tied up in his little web of lies. And he's keeping himself clean. Like, you can't pin any of that shit on him. That was amazing. And then he does it by not demeaning you. Like, he literally just treats you like a random, regular person. Right. He's like, I like your suit. He could look at you and be like, I like that brooch. And you're like, what do you need? Like This guy, <laughs> this guy who was hell-bent on not letting Fisk get to him, became his whole centerpiece for the show. Fisk saw him as a challenge. Let's talk about that scene where he was looking at his files and was deducing him and was walking through his life. First of all, Marvel, good job. Whoever directed this shit, good job. That was a well-directed scene. That was probably my favorite scene by him. They show us how he gets into people's heads. How he deduces them or figures them out. Like, he's sitting there genuinely interested watching this boy 
What was he doing? The cats or birds or something? No, he was throwing the baseball. He, he, he was throwing baseball. He was throwing the baseball. He started hitting. Coach. He started killing birds and. That shit. was later okay. on. Yeah, you're weird, but <laughs> <laughs> little serial killer. But nah, like we got an in depth look about how he does his stuff, and I like, I like that. I like the touch of grayscale. Of yeah. course, yeah. Normally yeah. Show, shows when you have flashbacks. First of all. We have flashback shows usually like transition to scene. Or make it cloudy around the edges. Yeah, they make it cloudy around the edges. The whole light's dim. Just <laughs> 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 went to the back, like the backlight dropped, and it was like, oh, this is a flashback. Yeah, yeah. Like usually they can mm. they can have it uh, cloudy around the edges, or they just cut the scene entirely so you know it's a flashback. Yeah. But with this one, it's like, no, we're still going to be in the same room. We're still going to follow Fisk, but the visual representation of Fisk. Watching a young Dex go through everything that he's gone through in his life, plus like the grayscale aesthetic, I was like, man, they're really like trying to bring it up. I liked seeing that play out. You know, they could have done it like a cliche way. Yeah. They could just be like, oh, let's read the file. And then they could do like a voiceover and it's like, Dex, you know, you're going through this, you're going through that. And Dex is like, you know, I didn't want to do this, I didn't want to do that. But no, it's like you're seeing Dex's story unfold for Fisk. And not only was it good for us to get the backstory of Dex, but we're seeing how Fisk works. Like, he looks for the little things, you know? No villain, you don't see other villains, like, looking for, like, the little things in those scenarios. And also, like, I always just think with, like, comic book movies or comic book things in general, like, more focus on the villains. Right. We get so much focus on the heroes and stuff like that. When the villains come in, we're just like, like, Thanos, for instance. Fuck you know about him. He's been nothing. Like he just had these these half ass. He cried I'll over do it myself. Death. Nigga, what? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Fucking great punch. Anyway, he also, do you great know, punch. Fun fact: Do you know he only had four and a half minutes before being introduced in Infinity War? I guess my point exactly. And then the backstory that they gave him wasn't even. Anyway, look, good job with Fist. He did a very good yeah. job with Fist, and the, the attention to him just. Superb! All of his, all of his scenes, I enjoy watching. This nigga had a whole back room. Yes, he had a whole yeah. back room. He had a whole. A hotel. He owned the hotel. He owned everything. Yeah, he owned hotel. He owned everything. Yeah, he bought it. That was actually Listen, that was something that Karen was looking up. He I, had was it Karen or, or Foggy. I think it, it was, was Karen. Karen. It was Karen. Karen was, looking, Karen was looking it up because the FBI was taking Fisk to the hotel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Karen found out that the hotel was bought by a company that's represented by the same Red lawyer Lion. as yep. Fisk. Yeah, it was Red Lion Company. Red Lion. Listen, Fisk had everything planned and the FBI was eating yeah. it all up. Poor FBI guy. Ray, What's his name? Ray Nadim. Yeah. Nadim. Mm. You want to talk about him since we can go ahead and do that? I guess. How'd you feel? Like, he was just Debt another... Debt is a was, powerful drug. <laughs> Debt is a powerful drug. He was another that character was... that was introduced. Not like a character that you're familiar with. He was just something new for the season. Yeah. I like this character. He was very charismatic, but you He's could tell that... very driven. He was... Yeah, yeah he was driven because yeah. he just wanted to get his family out of a bad situation. It's not the way to do it. I mean... He tried. But it was it was so such a complicated situation. It's like yeah. you need a promotion to afford things, but you're too broke to get a promotion. Like your credit score is so shitty you can't That's get a weird. promotion. That like, was like I get that it shows financial responsibility or whatever, but that was that like infinite loop of being not having enough money to get your credit score up, not having a credit score to get a promotion. That was so frustrating for me and I felt for him. I thought I thought he was just gonna be like a side character that we would see one or two episodes. Fisk had him; he was his puppet yeah. the entire time. He was planning this since Nadim's uh, sister-in-law got cancer. An involuntary puppet. 
Like he what? Should've, he should have did a pyramid scheme. Stop. It might have worked. They're always talking about the incident, which is like the Avengers thing from 2012. Yeah, some so big like, ass if I, if I just sell you 20 copies of the incident, then you can make like a thousand dollars every minute. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it was just he was going through a lot, and I I really felt for him because when he was introduced, I didn't know where his character was going to end up on the spectrum of like good or bad. Yeah. But you see him, he has a wife, he has a kid that he cares about, he has a family that he cares about because he poured so much money into his sister-in-law, I want to say, mm-hmm. um, yeah. because she had cancer. Mm-hmm. And so you're seeing that, and you're like, you know, you're a good guy. You just got into a really bad situation. He just got caught up. Yeah. And I think that's so representative of like a lot of people and what they're going through, especially being sick and healthcare. We're not going to get political, but they really hampered down on politics and healthcare and all that. Yeah. For Ray and his family. I felt really bad when um, he ended up dying anyway. Who knew that scene was strong? Yeah. It was, because it, it was so sudden. And it's like, you're first of all, you're going up against Dex. And you're like, well, there's no way you can get out of this. Like, he's he's going to hit like, you. He, he, knew. He, he knew he, he was going to die. Knew. Yeah, he was yeah. ready to die. He'd made his video recording. And, oh, man, it was just so sad. Physical shook. <laughs> When he was doing his dance, when he was, everybody was playing that video. I would be so mad at my wedding. <laughs> he was like, imagine. what is going on? This was not a part of my calculation. Vanessa was like, just focus on me, Fitz. <laughs> They're looking at us. <laughs> I didn't even realize she had an accent. But anyway, yeah, like, yeah. he said, he, he made that, oh, I'm sorry, that just came out of nowhere. But he made, he made that video for his wife, and uh, it felt so, I, that video broke me to my core too when he was talking to his son and it's like yeah his son, his son is not going to see him again but appropriate it's sentimental yeah, I didn't feel that sad I mean you don't have to I mean, feel sad but it's like dang like he's yeah, about dang. to lose his dad oh. and <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> you're like Wendy Williams oh oh <laughs> and it, it, all, it was only worse because his wife was like trying so hard to make sure that he was just being honest with her and she was like, you know, if you're going through something, you need to, like, tell me so that we're not just sitting ducks. He worked for the whole ass. Never mind. Because <laughs> like, he's like, spitting out information. The scene where they had the shootout in his... <laughs> yeah. The scene where they had the shootout in his house. I'm sorry, I just thought of something different. Oh. <laughs> the, the son was probably upstairs in the bathroom. I'm like, y'all hear something? <laughs> 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 but they had a shootout in his house because yeah. they were trying to get him and he was trying to break away from Fisk's. Fisk's and what do you know at the last minute Daredevil's there <laughs> exactly. to save the day? And I was actually surprised he revealed himself to Ray. No, I, I, but it made sense. I didn't, yeah. see, him, I didn't yeah. see him doing it, but I saw why he did it and I was with well, I was surprised he did it, but it made trust sense as me. to why he did it. So. Yeah. It'd be funny if he still didn't trust him he took the mask off. I'm going to report your ass. Report it. You thought? Oops. He probably looked that mad. He was like, ain't you that bad lawyer? Like, <laughs> what's your joke? I thought you were dead. <laughs> That's fucked up. But yeah. Let's talk about I would like to do like what ifs. Like if something happened like in a turning point of like a show or a movie. Mm-hmm. Like if we did like Fantastic Beasts or something like that. We're like, what if? <laughs> J.K. Rowling wrote her script like that. Like, what if? <laughs> okay, that was good. Because <laughs> she does. She does. She has a whole what if of Harry Potter. Man, don't get me started on her. Let's go back to Fisk, please. Or, I think that's it. We're wrapping up on Fisk. Favorite moments? 
favorite moments I for Fisk? I think I already said my favorite moment. For Fisk? Oh! I love... Ooh! Ooh, oh, sorry. you're like shaking. You are like, Jeez. you are throwing fists in the air. I, I love the first moment that we're introduced to Fisk for this season. And he's making his breakfast, but he's imagining that he's actually at home making yeah. the breakfast, but he's in prison. So you have to, you have those two scenes like going back and forth. And it's like, this is where he is, but this is where he knows he's going to end up. And just a DLC to what you said, when that nigga screamed, quiet. Everybody, everybody, shut everybody up. Shut up. That power, the power that that has. The power has. that that has. The impact that that has. I was quiet. I started, I was chewing and I stopped. <laughs> okay, whatever you want, Fisk. It's like, oh, gosh. Unfor- because this is the last season, I think this is great. Yeah. This was a great performance by Vincent. Fisk was great as his always. His last performance was great as well. Like, his I, last performance I was, was sucking great. His dick. I was sucking his dick the last part. <laughs> Like, and I'm now I was like, it didn't hurt. <laughs> it was, I just. It's just really good. I think my favorite scene, oh, remember when he almost lost his composure when Ugly Girl walked up in there? <laughs> who who are him. you talking about? Paige. You're not, not ca- Paige. Don't, call, um, don't call her Ugly Girl. What's her name? She is not. I forgot. Karen? Karen. She is very gorgeous to me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't I will say, I will yeah, say, don't talk about her I like will that. say she was very admirable this season. That's actually one of my favorite scenes for Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh no, she knew what she was doing and she almost got to him. Let me tell you something. But I'm glad it yeah. was interrupted because I didn't want to see my man Fisk get interrupted by this, Deborah, this lady. When I tell you Deborah was acting... Like she brought it. Did y'all like Karen the last season? I, I've always liked Karen. I can't remember. Or was the it last just Foggy? Season, to be fair, maybe Foggy was proxy to that because she was so close to Foggy. Him. Was a little annoying this season, but he was annoying all of them. Oh, I, I always liked Karen. I think Karen was great. Yeah. Okay, let's touch on Karen since we're talking about her anyway. Uh, so we find Karen. She's going through this. Oh, Matt's not dead. I'm still paying for his rent, which I don't understand I how she so, is because you're in New York City. She Does can she afford two rents. Like, I'm like, you're affording hey. two rents and you're a whole reporter. Like, what type of and let salary me, do you Let have? me have been in my cab and stroll past the alley and see him fighting. <laughs> well, you know you what? Know how mad you know I, know I know when bill. he came back, she was like, you owe me for all the times I paid your rent. And but I'm like, that's voluntary. But did he pay her bills? He's not going to pay her back. <laughs> He's a terrible lawyer. He's not making enough money himself. What? It's, oh no I'm but, upset so yeah, her she's credit gonna... score is going to tank <laughs> she's going to be the next Nadim like <laughs> <laughs> so reporters money hmm? reporters don't got that kind of money hey, not to be made for two households two whole no. rent in New York exactly New York. that's what I'm saying so I'm like is Hell's Kitchen like the lower tier of apartments she's shaking her she's shaking her whatever she got <laughs> she's not well, I hope she won't listen to this <laughs> Karen was not at a strip club making money. How you know? How I know? <laughs> exactly. No. If anything, she would have been a drug dealer because she was already a drug dealer. I can't even in say the that. Past life. But, oh yeah, she was on the fucking yeah. those adverts. Let's talk about that. I think that was like episode nine or ten. The, the flashback, the, the Karen episode. episode. Yeah. So, and I thought it was going to be the whole episode. It was only like twenty minutes. 
but I loved it. It was yeah, it was great. It was a great little dip into her life because we kept hearing about she was like they think I killed my brother, they say I'm a killer and whatever and I was like is that just something you're saying for clout or did you really kill your brother? Like I want to know the full story. And then there was this one scene where she goes into the a drug dealer's den to find the guy who stabbed Fisk and she like came up with the lingo, she knew the terminology and stuff and I was like Karen, what do you know that we don't know that you know, you know? And I was <laughs> you're irritating. <laughs> I was waiting to see that other side of her because when we were introduced to her in season one, wasn't she like next to a dead body? Like what happened? Some Somebody died, her boyfriend died, and they thought that she'd killed him. And then she, Matt Murdock helped her. Was it her boyfriend? Was it her boyfriend? Or was it a random? They know, I don't think they ever explained that. Or was it like a coworker? I don't know. You guys will know and you'll probably, you know, you're probably yelling at your speakers like oh my gosh it was this whatever whatever <laughs> what the fuck is my life you guys i fucking i fucking love daredevil <laughs> oh my god they're stupid i'm turning them stop talking them anyway i loved it i loved the whole family dynamic that she had with her dad that she felt the need to be the one to to run the restaurant business and then oh everything there, there's just so much that they didn't need to say, but we got from her interactions with her family and the way she talked about her mom. I love that. I love that whole situation. It added her character depth and it really just added to everything that we know about her. And it really just, you know, when she faced Fisk, that mm. was my favorite scene. Mm-hmm. I think not just for her, but like in the whole series, because it mm-hmm. wasn't, it was like, you can, you can't beat Fisk physically because he's like this she played his game yeah. and it was well calculated she got up in there exactly she did everything right she got her homework and then it was interrupted I'm mad it was kind of interrupted I wanted to see the outcome of it if I it wanted kept to see what, gonna put it through that tape <laughs> I wanted to see how far he'd take it <laughs> listen <laughs> I would pay to see that I would pay $40 max for an alternate well you know he Is killed that I think I think he killed her in the comics good oh. I think I don't think it was that way. Let me let me find I out think how you better be corrected. Anyway, y'all can keep talking. <laughs> she slammed her. He slammed her. <laughs> I was I was really mad. afraid. I thought he was gonna like beat her up and keep her hostage. He or didn't something. expect like, this. He didn't expect it. That's probably why yeah. he freaked out. Because he she beat him at his own game. His game is having information, having someone something on someone, and that's why people will do things for you. And she had that one piece of information that he didn't know. Oh no, she was actually killed by Bullseye. Ooh! Don't stay on her head. <laughs> but no, if I was Fisk and she was like, "Do you remember your friend Wesley?" I would have been like, "Who's that?" <laughs> I would have just played it all. <laughs> he he really let her get into his head, but yeah, she knew that she was gonna do that. Who's Wesley? Like, they both got into there. West what? She was sitting on that fool. Uh, West World? Like what is <laughs> Westeros? Like what? Is, who's Wesley? <laughs> <laughs> but I, you got West chicken eggs. I love eggs. <laughs> but I think Karen had a really great art season. This, I, yeah, she had yeah a really this great was season. a great season. Good job, Karen. For you her. get an A plus for me on this season only. Uh, we don't have to talk about Foggy. <laughs> I mean, he still Foggy. is a part of the main cast, and I would like to describe why I don't like him. He was there. I will say, <laughs> I didn't I didn't mind Foggy for the first two seasons of Daredevil and then Defenders. I thought he was fine, but this yeah. season, I was like, the okay, you're here he because with? you have to be here. The baddie that he slept with? I did not see that. What was her name? Remember? The lawyer? Um, she was like, 
delicious. And he's like, Tucky. You know what gushers are? Stop. Yes. That was foggy. And she's like a whole fruit roll up. How does that even make sense? What would you not wait not, not a fruit roll up, sorry, airhead. What would you rather have? An airhead or a I gushers? thought you were making a sexual reference. I know. <laughs> to a to a we're not going <laughs> That works too. Anyway. I don't know. It just didn't look right. And then like Foggy, like he's always been annoying, even with the new haircut. Well, I didn't care about his looks. I, it's just his character overall. I was well, like, that adds in into it for me because I'm gay. <laughs> but nah, um, I mean. So if it was, if it was, I don't know who your main crush is right now. So if, if it was somebody that I was attracted to, yeah, you be fine with it. Probably. <laughs> well, no, I'm not gonna base my whole thing off that. But honestly, like. I didn't feel like his character would have impacted the show if it wasn't there. I think he would have impacted the show. Because the only thing that he was he actually did stuff that was important for the season. The only thing that I saw that he was useful for was his key card. He like he tried to run for the DA and he kind of. What did he do? He did do some DA stuff. He tried to run. He tried to run against the DA Blake Tower in the season. He He ended up making a deal with him. He had that YouTube video that was like super popular, I think. Yeah. Except he messed up at the end. So like, what did he do that was like game changing? Uh, Everybody had a game changing moment with him. It wasn't really even Vanessa. It wasn't really anything game changing on his end. Yeah. Which is why I feel like, you know, everybody had that moment. Yeah. That that part of the season where we could say, you know, Karen confronting Fisk, Fisk with his deductions and his uh and his and his whole scheming of the whole, you know, season. Yeah. Matt and his realization with himself and blah blah blah. The mother drop. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. mother. Oh, right. Sister and, then, and everybody's had their moment except him. I think his moment was just um did he ever pay back his family or he was his family? But like he was he was supposed to be the character that you're supposed to look up to. Like all the other characters have kind of like dirty aspects of their lives, you know, yeah. like death, alcoholism, beating people up. Yeah. He's the character that you're like he's quote unquote good in this show. And he he maintained throughout the show that he believed Matt wasn't in his right state. And if it wasn't for Foggy telling Karen that um Matt needed their help. I don't think Karen would have helped Daredevil. So like Foggy was just that connection to bring Matt Murdock back into the business. Voice of reason. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's like the the yeah the voice of reason, and that's why Karen was like, I hate that you look at me like I'm evil or something. Or no, no, she said, I hate that you look at me like I'm perfect because you don't know the shit that I've done. Yeah, he looks for the best in everybody, and that's like. That's his character. He was looking for the best in everybody, except for I guess Fisk, because there is no good in Fisk. Why do I find? Why is this, he's annoying? I, I mean, did I say his character was annoying? You did. Yeah. Those are your exact <laughs> words. <laughs> uh, he's he's not annoying. Like he wasn't annoying this season, but he wasn't a character that I was excited to see when he came on screen. I'll I, put it that way. I can I can agree with that. I think as a character, he's essential to the story for what he brings, and I I really like him as a as like a person and a, like he's a good friend and i really like that aspect in that universe because it's really it can get really dark and we can forget to look at the bright side sometimes and he kind of brings that in but some of his scenes did falter a bit where i was just kind of bored or confused or just like i wasn't interested in what was going on like we would have a, a scene with karen and fisk right about to you know fight and then foggy walks in like okay break it up everybody time to Ugh. Come back to he the probably, real world. That's why I don't like because he interrupted that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing else to really say about Foggy. His main thing this season was running against the DA, quote-unquote. Helping, helping out Matt, bringing Matt back into the fold. I think it's just harder to connect that to audiences because it's, like, harder to really... At least for me, it was harder for me to understand, like, exactly what a DA does and how him being a DA can help this and whole situation. Like, he was playing some chess when I really wanted just to see people punch each other in the face until the, the, the problems were solved. And so they had a, they had a tricky job about going it because we knew foggy wasn't going to be the confrontational type like that. All right. Um, but I, I appreciate him. He wasn't my favorite character of the season, but I do By think far. he was, he was, he was pretty good. Okay. How do we feel about Ben Poindexter slash bullseye? Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful Every, art, not, not, beautiful no, person, no, no, like beautiful, beautiful acting. Good job. Yeah, that's it. He was really great. Was, I mean, there's not really anything intense. to his character, you know, except for the fact my favorite was him throwing things. He was throwing anything within reach. He threw everything. his pencil, <laughs> a chair, a book, a pamphlet. It will all hit you right in your forehead. All of them. Like, he would I throw did, a napkin, I and did. it would hurt. I did like that scene at the bulletin where Matt is hiding behind the cubicle and the yes. camera the camera followed Bullseye as he threw something and it bounced right yeah. to Matt's he, view. He's doing some Itachi low stuff. If y'all watch Naruto, Naruto, when Itachi was training in the forest, he had he had targets set up in obscure places where you couldn't see where he was standing. He will like throw a shuriken and have his shuriken bounce off of each other to oh hit the points behind. Oh my I was God. like, this dude is on point. How you throw three coins, have two coins bounce off each other to knock the third coin into his head? You just showing off at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just showing off. Really good though. Yeah, I like what they did with his character, especially with him suffering from mental illness and how Fisk used that to his ability. Like, yeah, he was being manipulated. But oh, he was true. His girl. Oh, he was going to look for okay, a calm she wasn't place. his girl. Listen, listen. This popped her within 30 <laughs> minutes of them meeting. They met in a coffee shop. She's like, you're weird. He was like, please, just listen to me. She finally was like, all right, I'll listen. If it's like, do it. As soon as she got up and finished her coffee, pop, what are you doing? Pop, was like, well, that didn't happen. She was walking home. Yeah. They shot her in the hole. <laughs> Basically. He, he opened... He opened he opened the uh, the freezer and found her body. He was like, oh. <laughs> He dragged like, oh, her no. body and put her in a car he was and drove her to the hotel. He was beyond lost at that point. He was just, <laughs> he had snapped. Like, I... I actually thought he was going to kill Vanessa at the wedding. I, th- I thought that was his goal. Like, he wanted... Oh, well, like from the way, the way the they plot. were setting it up, it seemed like he was going to throw it at Vanessa. Well, actually, he did. Yeah, I, I thought... But he, then Daredevil stopped it. Yeah, like, oh. he was he was trying to kill Vanessa. Like, that was the three-way battle. Like, I love that three-way battle where everybody's just fighting against everybody, but I, there's... I wish they would have had Bullseye gone berserk every time. Well, not every time, but most of the time when Daredevil would fault his aim. Because he, apparently he's supposed to be tripped off when yeah. people block his aim or he misses. He's like he to get, like, really emotional. They <laughs> well, did, that, emotional, they did like... that in the in the Ben Affleck movie, and it was like... He's is like, it? I never miss. Uh, you, you stop my my gun. I never miss. And it's like, <laughs> okay, we get it. Because I think I remember from remember yeah. correctly, it was from when I was researching Daredevil at first, and I like read a couple comic strips. He's like, I never miss, and he like went fucking ham. Yeah, <laughs> he just, like throwing everything. But Jesus. he just like missed in this one. He's like, I don't care. I'm gonna throw more shit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's how I would be. I'd be like, oh, I missed. Okay, I missed one. I still got ten more projectiles <laughs> within arm's reach. That was shut the first couple of times. He had shit thrown. He's like, yeah. why is so accurate? <laughs> He's like, damn, where the fuck he's throwing this shit from? Got to clap the air to get the sound poison. 
Ik kan To like try and figure out where everything was. <laughs> I was like, oh. like, what the fuck is going on? Here? I'm like, this is because it will fuck him up. Because <laughs> when this shit will bounce off his head, it will create a sound. <laughs> it's like, where'd that come from? <laughs> Get me out of here. Get me out. Of here. Oh my god. Let me, let me die. <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> Woo. Oh, that's no, funny. Yeah, but that was no. funny. That was intense. So how, how do we feel about the season as a whole? We pretty much beautiful, did. fucking great favorite I season. Loved it. Hands yeah. down. I like I like how it wrapped up. I like how everything came in a nice nice little bow. You know, no questions. I think if they had known that they were gonna get canceled after the season, they should have just not shown us Bullseye getting his. I guess he was getting cybernetic enhancements or something. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that was. But they could have cut that scene out. And I think it was a great ending to the show and to the to the season and just amazing. They're going to pull a Blade Runner and bring this back in 2045. Stop. Netflix, Daredevil season four. Well, not Netflix, but Disney. Disney's going to rule the, rule the world yes. by then. Disney's trying to buy PlayStation. Get out of here. <laughs> they want a game. Is- <laughs> <laughs> You're going to play with Mickey Mouse. I mean, right. They already have uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Yeah. But Boom. I think I thought yeah. this season was really great too. No. Like it. A plus. Yeah, it was great. That's how much and I enjoyed it. I remember watching the finale and I was like, you know what? If they just ended the show here, then I would be fine. Even with like the bullseye yeah. tease and all that. Because, you know, they were restarting the law firm and everything seemed okay fisk went back to jail vanessa went to jail i'm assuming did she i think did she she went somewhere i, I thought she went to peru yeah like she <laughs> they she got her up out of there left yeah and then matt matt is now at peace with what he's done and like so, he's okay now so i guess yeah i thought the season wrapped up really well so yeah i give it a plus two it was really great yeah no on on the on the topic of like them canceling the show, I think I'm not as upset as I should be because like I think that season was a great ending, and overall I thought that the Defenders project was just going to be a season each character, and I then think the it was Defenders, supposed to be. and it was supposed to end. But I'm glad. Oh, I thought the Defenders going to keep going on. Like I thought they were, I thought they were just going to end it, and I was going to be fine with that. But I'm glad that they ended it where they did because. Can you imagine, like, season 13 of Daredevil? Like, by that point, that would be too much. Look at Supernatural. Look the at most, all these The most I could see them doing shows. for Daredevil is... Probably five. Five seasons. Yeah. That's the most I could see them doing. But I'm glad it ended where it is. And I think I think they left off on a great... On a high note. And it's it's going to live live on as one of the, the better shows that Netflix has to offer. Oh, yeah. It's, it brought in a lot of people for their service. And now that it's... <laughs> Now that it's canceled, I posted Did a tweet. Did sweeping their throats? I posted that... a tweet that said me talking to Jessica Jones and Punisher, and it was a gif of Whoopi Goldberg saying you in Danger Girl. Punisher got to get snipped real quick. <laughs> Punisher is about Punisher's to get so good, shot. Though. Jessica Jones is about to get Omiwag. Oh like, Punisher. She's about to get out of here. Is okay. Punisher getting one more season? He's getting one know. more season, and then Jessica Jones is getting a season three. And then it's... Why? Exactly. Like... 
I don't know. I don't even I guess think they're I already, they probably already have it almost close to being done anyway, so yeah. they might as well just release it. See, I'd be fine with the Jessica Jones cancellation because I feel like she only needed one season. Yeah. It's like, you don't come well, back. You yeah, one, they shouldn't have killed Kilgrave. <clears throat> Two, they shouldn't. The second season is forgettable, but it wasn't terrible. But just imagine one. A it was one, too long. Imagine a one season, 13 episode show where a woman is trying to overcome her attacker and stuff like that yeah she's a superhero that's what i and that's what she did and i'm like that's great so you just have one season 13 episodes it's great you don't have to think about anything else yeah but they had a season two i didn't watch season i didn't finish season two i got to like episode three luke cage has season two i didn't watch luke cage season two because after (laughs) (laughs) after episode seven of season one i was like yeah this show is kind of going downhill a bit and i didn't even finish finish iron fist and a lot of people on Twitter are like, season two is so much better. And I'm like... Okay. But I... Not that ending. I have the so bar, many other things to watch. <laughs> like, the bar is so low for Iron Fist yeah. from season one. Like, that doesn't... I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Um, just, It was just really good. good all these... Yeah. yeah. Well, Marvel Netflix as a whole, yeah, it has its up and downs. But overall, it's a good project to follow if you want and it's always going to be on Netflix. Like, just because they're canceled doesn't mean they're taking it away. Yeah, they can't mm-hmm. take Not it yet. away. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because I think that's, like, the reason they canceled it was because, like, Disney wants to probably do their own thing with the characters, but Netflix owns... I don't I don't know how, how well, it works. Don't quote me on this. Apparently, Marvel did say that they're excited to see where Daredevil ends up in future projects. Now, it may not be on a Disney streaming service, but he could end up somewhere else. But then they're talking about recasting, and I'm like, I don't want to see people yeah, recast. No. no. Yeah, no. I don't no. want to see all that. I'm up for it if it's good. Up for recasting? Yeah. If it's good. And it has to be five years minimum. That's when I'll stop caring. Oh, you know Disney. Or that's when I would have stopped Disney, Disney's going to turn it around. That's why I'm like, what are they going to do with They're already making a live action Lion King. What are they going to do with X-Men? <laughs> yeah. Because I don't, I don't even know what they're going to do. What, for Daredevil? X-Who? Well, X-Men. For Disney. Exterminated. <laughs> that's. I don't know. <laughs> Damn. It's like they're going to force the Fox <clears throat> to kiss. <laughs> you're going to force them to kiss with Marvel. <laughs> Make a movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Make a movie. <laughs> you're going to see the X-Men. That's all it is. I mean, Iron the companies Man. are still respectively within each other. Disney's just a call shotter. Yeah. yeah. Y'all make a movie. Work together. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to fit our brand. Like... <laughs> no <laughs> blood. God. Oh. What, what I, I love me a good rated R film. Why won't Disney? You know they're not gonna cave. That's Damn. why Daredevil was so great because it yeah. was so different from they too the movies. Family oriented. That's what I'm. That's what I'm scared of. I'm scared that there's gonna be a lot of censorship in my superhero content. I like yeah. blood. I like a little raunchiness every now and then. You know what I like I'm gonna dark. Get that. I'm glad DC still on a separate slate. Hey, Disney doesn't own anything for DC. No. no. Good, thank God. Because DC needs to remain dark. <laughs> I just imagine this happy old yeah. kid coming over. Can we buy you? <laughs> it's like it's like everybody was begging for the X-Men or Wolverine to join the Avengers. But then if they if they had, we wouldn't have gotten a movie like Logan. We wouldn't yeah. have gotten Deadpool. Uh, People seem to forget that, you know, like Fox was exploring different genres with these movies, whereas Disney's just or the MCU is just pushing out the same type of movie over and over. And is the kid audience really... I mean, honestly, they know we're going to go see it, regardless yeah. if there's blood and gore. So I guess it's not even a, they know a bring up a topic. There. I was like, because none of us are going to come together and be like, we know we're Marvel movies. Like, that's not happening. We've devoted too much time. It's too late. What yeah. I would, what I would want, deep. if they really just wanted to do a movie, just do a movie with the same people. We have... St- 
three seasons of Daredevil. That Bullseye tease, just do a movie and have Bullseye be the main villain. And have that be your finisher for Daredevil. Oh, that's going to be a remake. No, not a remake. Like, use the same people and just do a movie uh, instead a of remake. an actual show. Yeah. It's a remake. It's the same. It's not a remake. It's not a remake. It's a continuation. It's a sequel. It's the it's same. A... You mean a movie? A movie. There's a movie with Daredevil Bulls already. No, I'm, ta- well, no, I'm talking TV about from this iteration, like, the TV shows. I'm not talking about a reboot from, like, Ben Affleck and Colin Farrell. It kind of be a spiritual reboot. It would be. It, 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 it would be it's the same little yeah. same characters just because they're different edges doesn't make it. But it's not nostalgia because we already have a new iteration of Daredevil, which is. I wouldn't good. call it nostalgia. It's just it's done. <laughs> it's been done. It was done badly. But I mean, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not I'm just, opposed to them doing it again. But I'm just talking about instead of doing a season four, if they don't want to do anything more, and they're like, you know, we're excited to see where Daredevil ends up in future projects. Just do one movie and have that finish off the Netflix show. Yeah. That's what I'm talking There's about. a lot of directions they can go into. Yeah, but, but if they if they do that movie, you know they're going to want to connect it to the MCU. And they're going to probably have Tony Stark walk in and be like, ooh, what's going on here, guys? Well, well that's that's already assumed it's that like so it's going to be connected to the MCU. Like, it is connected to the MCU, but they're going to force it on me. Like, I don't want to keep saying Tony cameos, Stark. I don't, like, like, I don't want to do cameos. I don't want to... Like, Disney just... Please, you know, end it. <laughs> stop, stop. Oh my god. Um, what I will say is, I like, I like uh the way that Netflix, these directors are, are kind of taking into mind the the binging aesthetic and the binging mindset because, like we said, this whole season felt like one cohesive piece, and the way that they they edited that and they they created each episode to blend together. I think uh the director for for Haunting on Hill House even said that he knows audiences are going to be binging the show mm-hmm. so he designed the show so that each three episode every three episodes is its own segment that you feel is like one movie so it'll just blend into each other and i think that's that's something cool that netflix brings that's different from tv and maybe the disney streaming service can do as well i don't know how they're gonna work it out i don't know if they're gonna have commercial breaks like hulu where you have to pay and you still get commercials um but <sighs> that yeah, I, I I like that they brought that creative aspect to this this whole aspect of the superhero movie and the superhero TV show. It's like a blend of both. Yeah, it's a little something. sad they won't be able to do it again. Yeah, well, Disney is going to have the opportunity to try that out with their streaming service. We'll see what they do with Disney. Disney should have just merged with somebody. Uh, I'm tired of the streaming service. Just merge. Disney's going to add two dollars to the subscription I already have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would have been great if they merged with Netflix and just have like the Disney expansion, and you and you get like all the Disney a whole movies. Disney type. Like y'all just making whole new services now. Verizon, they gonna become, they gonna become a subscription service. Get Verizon now. What's get a Verizon box, original? Get rid of your boxes. Internet only. I'm sorry, you said version. Like what is version? Because <laughs> cable's dying, and, I, and I'm telling y'all, when I move out, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting cable. It's not so happening. You do Hulu Live TV or something? Yeah, I'm going to do Hulu Live TV with my Netflix. I'm going to get the HBO Go. I'm going to be paying under $100 for all my premium content. That's what I do now. A month. Yeah. yeah. And I have Prime. If anything, I'll get the most basic of basic cables so I can get some local TV news if I need to watch it. You watch the if. news? No, I don't watch the news. But if there's like a fucking hurricane or we're getting invaded, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to turn on the news to find out now the fuck. You got to wait the next day. Ra- <laughs> I don't have a ham radio, my nigga. I got to get that TV. I'm pretty sure my phone will give me an alert, but I kind of was. <laughs> but I'm just saying like, 
we're getting into the age of streaming services now, and everybody has one. There's fucking companies that I didn't even know had one. Fucking Swiffer probably has a streaming network. The Swiffer commercials. <laughs> fucking who has one? Stars, Showtime, DirecTV, uh, HBO, HBO, Showtime. All of these you are streaming. Showtime. All of them. Hmm? You said Showtime twice. Well, yeah. What do we want to name this episode? Dare we're Devil Nerd Spice. Eggs. Yeah, so we're Nerd <laughs> Spice. So we want our episodes to have a nice little fun feel. I kind of want to introduce that for episodes now. So you said Daredeviled Eggs? Yeah. How about Savory Daredeviled Eggs? Why is it savory? Because this season was amazing. Oh, okay. Because it was well seasoned. Okay, I see. <laughs> yeah. Savory Daredevil Dash E D eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's that's what we'll call it. Deviled so, eggs. Savory daredeviled eggs. Yeah. I like that. I like these food puns. <laughs> well, we we gotta introduce it more because we haven't really done it as much. Yes. Okay. Like that's yeah. what that's what I meant by little gimmicks that people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's what I wanna do. So Damn, there's gonna be some that we're gonna have we're gonna be stumped on. We're gonna have to look up some like foreign food. <laughs> foreign food. I've like for Jessica Jones, it would, it would be one. It would be a food. Jessica Jones jam, like Jessica Jessica, J- Jessica jam. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> She's in a jam. Oh, what you do now? Je- Jessica Jones Jamba Juice, like I don't know. <laughs> Jessica, it works. Jessica Java. What's what's alcohol with a J? Because she drinks a lot of alcohol. Joan Johnny Walker. Jessica Johnny Walker. Jessica Jim Bean. <laughs> Anyway, this episode will be titled Savory Daredevil Eggs. Savory Daredevil Eggs. You <laughs> point that's going to throw Mitch. <laughs> you got to catch him in your mouth. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Be sure to look us up in the description for social links if you want to find us. We are always active on Twitter. At least, yeah, we we all are pretty much. Please yeah. follow me. You can also find our <laughs> Nerd Spice podcast on Twitter at Nerd Spice Pod. You can also find a podcast on different platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Now on YouTube. When can we say wherever you listen to podcasts? Because I swear all my podcasts say that. When we ask, when we have people asking, where else are we located? <laughs> but we got to get people to do. Right. <laughs> thanks but, for thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have a we great We appreciate night. you. Wipe your mouths off. That was some delicious food we had. Yum yum. <laughs> All right, everyone, have a good night. <laughs>